Hey everybody, yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast, my name is Jason Rothman, as always I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer, you finally found it, you finally found a real show where people are just going to talk about real life experiences, about their work with Google Ads, the good, the bad, the ugly, we're here for it, and we're just trying to help out, so Chris, do you like that little intro to the show, is it an accurate description, and how are you doing? Jason, I like to think of myself as the John the Baptist of Google Ads. I don't really care what people think about how I look, or dress, you know. I don't put on a tie. I don't eat locusts, but, um, you know, I, I. it's just kind of like, don't listen, don't look at me. Listen to the message. It's about the message. I'm here to declare the truth and make the way. We got a, we got a big day planned. We, yeah, uh, it's a lot. For everyone out there, just to get this out there, we have our... First 100 episodes are available for purchase, very small price. They're not on the main podcast feed. You can get them going to paidsearchpodcast.com. Questions about Google Ads, send us your questions, paidsearchpodcast.com on the contact page. We do a Q&A every few weeks. And other than that, we do a Patreon after show every single week. It can be very cheap, $2 a month or $4 a month if you want. And you can sign up by going to our website, paidsearchpodcast.com, clicking over to the Patreon page. And we have a huge announcement mm. on the Patreon after show today about Patreon in general. And so you can find that there. And then today we have a very interesting episode about what search can't do for you and some solutions to work around those problems. So we're going to get very, very deep into search today and come up with some great solutions. But first, we have a message from Chris. That's right, guys. Top of the show, we always want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Optio. Optio.com slash PSP2. Now, there's a lot of softwares out there, but there's really one software that Jason and I stand behind and we have for, gosh, I don't know how many years I think we've been with Optio and, and they've been supporting us. And that's because... We like what they do. Um, you listen to the show, you know that we're not big fans of just click it and you know let it ride. You know we we like to make educated decisions, and that's what Optio is about. It's right on their head the headline of their website. It's the smarter way to manage Google Ads accounts, and it's for digital agencies, individual companies, freelancers, you know, big and small. So this tool scales to what you need it to be. Uh, if you're managing your own single account, you know, it's in a big account, you need some help with it or a medium account, great. It will give you ideas on how to improve things. If you're an agency and you are a one-man shop and you need to add more clients, but the workload of lots of those clients overwhelms you, this is the tool because it's the smarter way to manage Google Ads accounts. Get more done faster. If you're a big agency, you got lots of accounts, and you need to bring on people that are really, you know, you wouldn't give them the keys to your house because you don't really trust them, and you have to lay out a spreadsheet and say, listen, Goober, do this, follow my instructions, and manage my clients' accounts and make me money, right? You need to give them instructions. You need to give them a process. 
this is it. This is a great way to establish a process. This is the next step up from a spreadsheet. You know, spreadsheets are okay. Process spreadsheets, great. But this is the tool that helps you make those decisions on a faster pace and with additional content, additional power behind it. So optio.com slash PSP2. That's O-P-T-E-O dot com slash PSP2. Use the chat box down in the bottom right-hand corner. Tell them you heard about the show on the Paid Search Podcast, and you get eight weeks for free. That's more than you're going to get if you don't tell them that you heard about it on the Paid Search Podcast. So that's why you heard it here, because it's a special offer just from us. So check them out, and we appreciate their sponsorship. Thanks, Chris. And I want to thank Will from the United States of America. Will <laughs> left us a five-star review. <laughs> I thought you were just, well, just going to call out Will. Like, <laughs> you Will. know, I was about to – no, I was about to call out the rest of the world and just talk about how we were uh, the best country and still are. And um, I was – honestly, in my mind, I was thinking about how hard I'm going to go. Mm. And then I decided, you know what, yeah, I better take yeah, it easy. Take a lot easy. of international listeners. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Just uh, skip this week. <laughs> Because they all know it anyway. Um, so, yeah, five stars from Will, United States of America, Apple Podcast Review. Really appreciate these reviews. When you do it, Apple and the other podcast platforms, they share our show more and we move up the charts. Title of the review, love this podcast. The best out there for Google Ads. I've been listening for over a year. Sorry for the late review. Always great content and advice. They are up with the trends and direction of Google. I learned something new every episode. Check this podcast out. Will, thank you for that great review. Uh, we do stay up with the trends with Google, both through management, being in the accounts every day, and then also through the news out there, news stories about Google Ads. And we have a very interesting one um, that has to do with agencies that we're going to talk about mm. in Patreon. So yes. we're looking forward to that. In the after show, Chris was uh, very intrigued when I told him about this news today. So we're going to have to discuss that. But uh, before we get there, Chris, we have a big episode to do here. And we're going to be talking about what search cannot do for you. And we're going to go deep in the mind of the great Chris Schaefer. Uh, Chris is interacting with all kinds of uh, advertisers out there every week. And he runs into all kinds of situations. So, Chris, please... Take us through what's on your mind this week and, and what kind of situation are we looking out here for in general and um, why is this on your mind? Yeah, so Google Ads, Jason and I both believe we've come to this uh, decision independently, but we both believe that Google Ads is the best platform to generate traffic that is reliable, converts, provides the best return uh, when you don't have any other way to connect to them. Doing billboards, great. You want to advertise to a thousand people that don't care and maybe one person that does. Not very effective. You know, uh, Facebook, shotgun approach, lots, you used lots to of be things. A, you used to be a billboard salesman or something. That was a, that was a great pitch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I used to say. You want Man, that one guy out of... Whoa, what did those billboards do to Chris? <laughs> well... Hey, you know, who, who, what enemies am I making? You know, grandpas out there that are still selling them? I don't know. Uh, but the idea is that you can laser target in a way that no other marketing can do. Someone searches for this one thing, you show them an ad for what you're selling, which is ideally 
perfect for what they want. But it's not always great for other things. There are other things because sometimes you take a piece out of that. Let's say what you sell, no one's searching for, right? Mm. What you are trying to drum up interest in, people want this thing, but not that thing. You know, how do you fill in the gap? What, what search can't do for you? You know, how do, how do you cover that uh, when, when search can't provide that connection between what people want or what they don't even know they want and what you're selling? And sometimes there is a gap. I have lots of people that I talk to, Jason, I know you do too, where they're like, hey, we just came up with this dog medication so that he'll smell like cotton candy. People don't look for dog smell cotton candy medication, you know, but people don't know there's an interest in, they don't know it exists. How are you going to find people that want that? They're not searching for it. You know, the word dog medication is not a good search, too broad, way too, well, I'd say maybe too specific, you know, dog medication, you know, what in the world are you going to sell them? There's these little niches. How do you get your message out? How do you do that? So, you know, first we'll talk about what search can't do and, and we'll explain how and why it doesn't work that way and give us some examples. And then we'll talk about two solutions that could fill in the goal that go outside of search, but still within Google ads. And that's the idea. Yeah. Well, I love hearing that word solution, Chris, because it is very frustrating for a best great Google ads manager like myself Absolutely. where- 90 plus percent of the times things work awesome and then every time every now and then you get an advertiser where it's like ah someone's not really searching for their product or they don't know about the product and it's kind of tough to make work from just search my mind always goes to extreme so when you were talking the first thing i thought about was the apple iphone the smartphone when they created the iphone nobody was searching google for smartphones near them, smartphones, cheap smartphones online, because it didn't exist. They created a category. When you were mentioning the uh, dog medicine, um, I was just reading about a company the other day that is creating dog food that will help with a certain kind of allergy that's very common among dogs. Ah. And, or actually it was cats. It was a cat allergy. And it was something about cat owners uh, sneeze or cough a lot when they're around cats because they have an allergy to the cats, but they love their cats. But now if they can just feed them this cat food that helps damp down that allergy, they won't cough as much. So that'd be a great product for people to know about. But if it's a brand new thing that they just created, no one's going to be searching for cat food that takes care of this certain allergy. Mm. But they've heard a lot about Google. They know there's some great solutions on there. They know Google is also, some of them know, it's display, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to talk about our options here when search isn't the best option. So, Chris, give me a couple these two specifics you have in mind, and then we'll go through some examples. Specifically, what are you? What are these common things you run into where search just isn't going to work out as a as a good fit? So, to put it in the words of the client or the business owner what their problem is, what their symptom is, they're going to say, people aren't searching enough for my product or service. Or another way they might say it is, I'm not able to spend all of my budget. I dedicated five grand a month to spend in Google Ads search. 
and I can't spend all of my budget. You know, I, I need to generate more because I have a, a good closing ratio. I just need more volume so that I can close more people. That's the idea. So when they... when So this first this first issue is low demand? Yeah. Google okay. can't... They're saying, you know, uh, Google can't deliver as much volume as I want to push out, you know, and, uh, you know... How can do I give you, you an example of that? Yeah, please. I've worked with some CPAs, uh, certified public accountants, and I was telling you before the show... That is, I, have you ever run ads yeah. for CPA? Mm-hmm. Has it struck you as lower volume than you would expect? Yes. Okay. You We run ads for dentists, orthodontists, roofers, and it's like those are local kind of businesses. So you get into a medium, not a, not a huge city like a Houston or Los Angeles, just a medium American city, you know, a Cincinnati, something like that, an Oklahoma City, um, an Akron, Ohio, just a, a town. And you would think, okay, we run orthodontists, we run roofers, there's plenty of local people looking for that local service. Why, when we run for certified public accountants, CPAs in Akron, Ohio, why is it so low? And I'm talking so low, there's some days you don't even get a click. Yeah. And I was thinking about it before the show. Say you're in Akron, Ohio, I don't know, maybe they have 100,000 people there, maybe something like that, I don't know. How many people are rich in general? just searching for a CPA to help them with their business or help them with their taxes, that takes a number down pretty small. And then of those people, how many don't currently have a CPA? That takes a number down smaller. And then of those people who need a CPA, how many are searching on that exact day? Yeah, That takes a number down to a very small level. And then to get a 3 or 5% click-through rate and get 3 or 5% of those impressions mm-hmm. – <laughs> there's yeah. got to be a hundred impressions for you to get three or five clicks a day and spend 10, 20, 30 bucks. Right. There's not going to be a hundred searches a day yeah. for the, based on all those factors. So that's a perfect example where certified public accountant CPAs in Akron, that's Google ads doing its thing. You're a CPA. Someone's looking for a CPA. They're ready to call one. You show your ad there. They click on the ad. They go to your website, they call in and it's a match. It works great. The problem is, very low volume. So that's a perfect example of Google Ads working, but it's low volume. They're trying to spend 500 bucks a month. You're trying to charge some good amount each month. Mm-hmm. But if they're only spending yeah. 50 bucks a month on search, yeah. what's it worth time-wise for them? What's it worth time-wise for the Google Ads manager? What are some solutions, Chris? Yeah. So, well, I don't want to get into solution yet. Because I want to group all the solutions together. Oh, my bad, my bad. So honest mistake there. Let's honest mistake. Let's there. go to number two because I think these solutions apply yeah. to both problems. Problem number two: the words right out of the client or business owner's mouth is, you know, I want uh, or people want this, and I'll, I'll define what this Jason is Rothman. in a second. Right, Jason. Well, maybe one person. I think you already got her, but people want X. But I want them to buy Y, right? Here's the problem. You cannot tell people what to want just by forcing an ad into a search that is maybe it's related, right? You know, a a broad idea of this is let's say you're Android and you want to sell more Androids and you start advertising on iPhones, so the first ad is buy an Android, you know? 
you're trying to create demand. You're trying to get people to to buy in on something that they're not looking for. And it doesn't usually work. You know, you end up getting uh, the, you know, cl- clicks and stuff, but they don't convert. You know, it's, it's not a reliable source of traffic. And the idea is Google can't create demand for something that people aren't searching for. You know, you can't say, hey, you have a medical issue. Someone wants a doctor and say, wait, don't hire a doctor. Buy my ebook. That's not what they want. They want a doctor. You know, they've made that decision. So another, I think a very common example is competitor keywords. That's right. Some of your ears are ringing right now because this is essentially what competitor keywords are. Someone says, I want insert competitor name here. And you say, no, 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 you should buy my product. And, you know, it looks like when someone searches, they type the name of a competitor. Let's say a moving company. We use that example a lot. They type the competitor name of a moving company and you think that it's efficient for you to show your ad at the top because you think, ah, I can steal that client. You know, it's not going to work. It's search is not going to create that demand for you. There is still a hole and you can't trick people or force people to want that or need that beyond what already exists. And Jason, I'll let you add some comments here, but we, you know, I do have some ideas and solutions to address this that can help. But the whole idea is that search is not necessarily where it's at. Google ads search is not necessarily where it's at. Yeah, there's a, there's a certain kind of human being or business person personality where they're wanting, they always want to put a square block into a circle shape or something like that. They want to create and mold whatever situation is to their need. Mm. And so an example of that would be like if you sell commercial cookware and you sell to restaurants like commercial ovens, commercial microwaves, stuff like that, and there's just not enough search volume in your area to spend your budget or whatever. So you try to dip over into searches for like best ovens for sale or best ovens for my kitchen or whatever. 90 plus, plus, plus percent of those people are going to be looking for residential and you try to force in that commercial product. It doesn't seem to work well. Another example I've run into this a little bit is there's these funding companies that fund like accounts receivable or it's some kind of very particular business kind of loan, but it has its own name. And sometimes the volume for that is not high enough. So they try to dip over into business loans. Uh, And the people that are looking for business loans are more into like, okay, I'm going to put up my office building. I'm going to put up my car uh, to get a loan. It's very straightforward. And they don't really, they're not interested in letting someone get into their books and their accounts receivable and all that kind of stuff. So obviously the conversion rates are really low. So um, but the thing is, it's so easy to think you can dip over into that other basically non-related traffic. So the word I hear from from people who want to do that is they go, well, yeah, we'll just put in the ad copy. What, what it, the kind yeah. of clicks we're trying to get. <laughs> Good point, yeah. And we'll teach people about it. <laughs> and only people that agree with what we're putting in the ads and are actually looking for that are going to click. Yeah. So you would say you disagree with that idea? <laughs> I disagree with the fact that you assume people are reading your ad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. You could put, do not click this. This is a trap. It will make your computer blow up. 
and then get first position on whatever keyword you want, you will still get clicks. And I bet you get pretty you know decent 3% click-through rates, 5% click-through rates. <laughs> you know? You're running for a divorce lawyer and it's going good, but they want to spend more money. And so they try to dip over into just lawyers in Memphis oh, yeah. with the idea that only some people searching for that are going to be searching actually about a divorce. And so if we just put divorce lawyer in the ad, uh-huh. the people searching lawyers in Memphis, the ones who don't want to won't click, the ones who do will. But it doesn't seem to work out like that. Now, I apologize, Chris. I'm kind of stretching back into there's just not enough demand. But um, let me just really hammer home the can't create demand. I can't think of like legit mm, – it's a strong word – legit – you know, it's a strong word. Mm-hmm. I can't think of traditional businesses like commercial cookware, like accounts receivable funding, that there just isn't demand. Like, obviously, there's demand for that. And I was talking about getting more demand, getting more searches. The stuff, the few times I've seen where there's just not any searches for the product have been e-products, informational products, where people have created some kind of info product and there's no searches for it. There is absolutely no searches for it. Um, another time I've run into this is with, uh, certain kinds of nutritional supplements Mm -hmm. where they've solved a new problem or whatever, according to them, they're just, there's no searches for, for it. So to me, I mean, I'll be interested to hear your solutions, but for me, when there's no searches for something, I don't want to be involved because if there's no searches, it's difficult. That's what search is for. There's got to be searches. So I'm interested to hear what these solutions are, and I will be a harsh, <laughs> please, a harsh grader, and I I will see you after class in detention, young man. <laughs> well, you're you're right, and in another example, you know, just like you're saying of can't create demand. Another example of industries that I see that a lot in is B two B industries, where you do CPA. Let's say CPA services. Let's say you're in a really big city, and there's lots of searches, but you say, <clears throat> you know what, I am. Uh, a CPA company, but I only want to work with oil and gas because that's what I excel at. And so go ahead and put in oil and gas CPA specialist. Okay. Enjoy spending like five bucks a month. You know I mean? Like people don't search that, you know, it's, it's so small. Here's an interesting thing. I was talking about informational products, e-products, maybe certain supplements that just no one's searching for it. There's no Maybe no use for some e-product some person created. But another way to go about this where there's just no search demand, we have to be very careful about the word demand versus search demand. Sometimes there are amazing business solutions. And the reason I remember this was because you threw out B2B. And I've seen it in real life. Sometimes there are incredible business-to-business solutions that people come up with that the other business that they're selling to Two scenarios, either A, they know about the service, but they would never think it's something that they would search for themselves on Google. It's just not the way they would be going about hiring someone for that. Or they don't even know that solution exists in general that could save them a ton of money or make them a ton of money B2B. They just don't know that product or service exists. And that's why they're not searching for it because they don't even know it exists. So I have seen in B2B either... They don't know it exists at all, and that's why they're not searching, or they know it exists, but it's just not something they would think is something they would go to Google for. And they can be super legitimate B2B businesses and products and services, and it's just search isn't a good fit because people aren't going to Google for those two reasons. So 
just because someone's not going to Google and typing in your product or service does not mean that it cannot be an amazing product or service. It's just sometimes for those couple of reasons, people just aren't searching for it at, at this moment in time. So what do you do, Chris? Well, the whole point of the discussion there is Google search. What Google search can't do for you, okay? My thought is you're going to have to go outside of Google search. Now, there's other solutions. I don't want to assume that, you know, these are the only two solutions, but um, there are other ideas, other areas, and this is this is two of them. There's, billboards. There's probably like... <laughs> is that what you're going to tell us? Are you going to tell us billboards after all this? There's no reason to talk about billboards anymore because the people that sold billboards and were in it, in, in that industry, they immediately unsubscribed in the first two minutes because of what we already said. So you don't even, you don't need to And it may not even be because they wanted to unsubscribe. Maybe because they're so old, they were just clicking buttons. Maybe they were trying to leave us a five-star review. And they just accidentally just... Unsubscribe. They just... Maybe they factory reset their phone. Maybe they don't have any contacts anymore. Maybe they don't know who to call. Maybe they're sitting alone at home and can't get to any cat food. Cat All right, food. let's take it easy, Chris. Oh, man. One, one day, I'm going to be at the grocery store. I'm going to be walking to my car. I'm going to be like, oh, man, I'm on top of the world. And I'm shopping at 10 a.m., 2 p.m. because I can. could be loading the back of my, my car. And then some 80-year-old is going to come up with a baseball Smack. bat. <laughs> and he's gonna, it's going to be too much for him. He'll pass out and he'll fall on me. And he'll be stuck on top of me after I fall. And he'll be like, I'm the billboard guy. And then, Chris, and then I'm going to be like, I just got attacked in a parking lot. I'm suing somebody. Oh, I'm going to call this lawyer because I know this lawyer because they have a billboard. And billboards actually work. Oh. Full okay. circle there. Solution number one. Use display ads to bring awareness to your service or product. That, I know, okay, I read that off the spreadsheet. That sounds super boring. And some of you immediately tune that out and think, oh, gosh, great. I mean, what what boring conference am I, am I at right now where they got some boring guy to come up with some dumb idea that everybody knows? Okay, I know you've, you maybe you've tried it, maybe you haven't. I, I've found that most people that use Google search for lead generation don't, try or sample in display mainly because they find it to be uh, overwhelming, confusing, you know, sometimes a lot of poor results. But I have two things that I think are worth trying. Number one, using the topics to start. Using topics, Google Ads topics, point ads to specific topics, and I'll talk about what that is in a minute. And number two, the reason I suggest this is because it's so much easier to just grab topics and get super cheap traffic to start with. You know, we've done super complex discussions about display ads, and, you know, we've gone into that before. Go back and listen to those. They're there. If they're not in this, on the, on the feed right now, they'll definitely be in the uh, on our website, paidsearchpodcast.com, where you can get them. But... We've talked about them before, but I want to approach it in a way like what's a simple way to approach the display network and try topics. And very quickly, I have to explain topics are based on what the website is about. So if you're trying to show ads to someone who might be interested, first thing is do not do not pay much per click. You know, don't I'm not talking about dollars. I'm not talking about 75 cents, you know, start super cheap. Grab some specific topics and just start trying some ads on 
subcategory topics. And I'll read you some examples. Jason, you tell me. I mean, are you surprised at some of these topics that are available that are rather well, specific? I have the I have the I have the cat food allergy thing in, in my mind from earlier, and I'm I'm pulling up some topics as we speak. Okay, okay. So I can see some other ones, but I have the. We'll get to this, but I just I have a tip for everyone when they're legitimately trying real display, like real display, like this non remarketing. Okay. And my one tip I'm going to have is, and this is a tip for ourselves expert Google ads managers, we've got to freaking relax about the placements page. Yeah, We got to relax about That's it, true. where your ad showed. Because I'm thinking, yep. you're telling me topics, and we'll talk about topics, but man, you want to talk about cat food that helps damp down allergies? Affinity. Uh, no, but why are we so turned off by that? I know. Because of placements. You hate it. It's placements, Chris. Yeah. That's that's our handicap here. So, so, all right, I'll put it this way, Mr. Affinity Snob. Sell why topics? Sell me topics because okay. I got to be honest. When I'm doing pure display, when I'm thinking about any kind of display, I have the holy grail remarketing, mm-hmm, sure. and then I go down about fifty million billion trillion miles right. deep down low, <laughs> and then I get to the other the other kinds of display. And you know what is the last one that's always on my mind? Maybe this is my fault. Topics are always way down there. So mm-hmm. what is it about topics that you like and Seriously, topics? That's that's where my mind's go. Seriously, topics? Yeah. Topics? What do you like about them? Sell them to <laughs> me. I like I like topics because Jason, if I were to ask you, why did your ad show on X website? If you were using um affinity because interest- five years ago someone <laughs> Did a search exactly. about a certain kind of cat. Okay, exactly. And now they're watching a music video, and now my ad is showing on that. No, okay, yeah, that's why the ad showed. So yeah, I I can see your point now. Follow up with that. Yeah, Jason's don't being you, very don't sarcastic. Da- don't you dare let a word come out of your mouth right now. You sit okay, there, okay. you smile, <laughs> you let me get. No, I'm just kidding. So I see what you're saying, Chris. If I'm trying to prove to you why someone is affinity or in market. And why my ad showed up on a Chris Brown music video, I'm going to have some problems right. because I don't have anything to go on other than I clicked a category yep. that said their affinity. That's it. And and, and, and I'm not going to be getting conversion data because this is pure display yeah. and not going to be a whole lot of conversions. That's it. So I'm going to have to just sit there and trust it. So, yeah, that's so it. So what can topics do that – how can topics be better than that? Topics, I think, are a good beginning point to Google Ads display because it's much more friendly. You get to choose where you show up. Try and explain to someone who's a newbie – getting into display, trying to drum up some interest in their service or product and explain to them what affinity and interest means and, and why they're showing up on a, on a Chris Brown music video on YouTube and thinking, I don't want that. I'm trying to sell real estate here. I'm trying to sell medical procedures. I'm trying to sell business management services. Oil and gas accounting. Yeah, oil and gas accounting services. <laughs> Are your oil and gas accounting clients watching spending a lot of time watching those? Yeah, they watch they watch lots of rap videos. You know, I mean it's like it's such a bridge to gap here. My approach on topics is okay. grab some things. And I'll give you a couple of examples, you know. Uh there's you can target Websites that are within the the topic of business process, strategic planning, supply chain management, cosmetic surgery, 
doctor's offices, uh, tourist destinations, theme parks, vineyards and wine tourism, zoos, aquariums, preserves, um, bank-owned foreclosed properties, lots and land. So if I'm I'm working with a client who is selling an oil and gas accounting service to other oil and gas businesses, they're the CPA firm, you're telling me I should go to topics and then business and industrial and then energy and utilities and then oil and gas maybe that's pretty pretty narrow that's pretty good <laughs> i mean come on there's so many different topics and it's so easy you can do a quick search right in the topic screen find what you're looking for and add a few and keep in mind you choose if you want to target lakes and rivers under tourist ed- destinations there's going to be plenty of impressions available for that. You were in a world in search where there was no volume. Now you're looking at display network. And the whole thing on this, I said it very quickly, but the whole thing on this is cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Start cheap. Start with like, I don't know, start with one cent. And then increase it one cent at a time until you start spending your full budget. You know, I mean, because as, as far as on the bids, I mean, set your bids at one cent, two cents, three cents, you know, start going up slowly because the volume is here and it's not worth it if you start at $2 and, you know, you're getting an average CPC from display for, you know, $1.50 per click. That's not really affordable. You know, the idea is that you can get volume for cheap here. That's the idea. You're trying to drum up awareness. So topic targeting, just like your business caters to certain customers, your customers may be interested in certain topics. Topic targeting lets you place your ads on website pages about those topics. Yep. I like it. That's it. Um, Chris, do you want to mention the difference between targeting versus observation when you select a target or do you want to just let people learn by experience? I want to let them fail and then give one of us a call. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I'm not gonna explain, but I'll tell I, you. I tried I tried your I tried your topic, Chris. Your topic but advice. I spent- it, and I, I was showing up on I looked at my placements. They didn't seem to be about oil and gas. Yeah, right. No, I'll I'll say this. I'll tell you what to do. I'm not gonna explain it, but I'll say use target. Don't use observation. If you're trying to accomplish what we just talked about. Use targeting. Use targeting. Target. Yeah, not target observation. Yeah. Target, not observation. Yeah. So if you don't know Give me a call. Um, all right. Before we get into number two, it's a whole nother kind of thing. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me clap my hands here. Oh. I like this because hey. if no one's search if no one's searching or you don't have enough volume, you know, like you told me before the show, this applies to both. Either no one's searching about your service or product, or there's just not enough volume. This really is a good solution wow. because thank you. It's kind of like you can do TV on the cheap. Like on TV, you might and and a lot more targeted. On TV, you might be like, okay, our target customer is a forty-year-old mom. She works. She raises kids at the same time. These are the kind of television shows that that demographic tends to watch. And you just run your TV ads. Cost a bunch of money to make a TV commercial. Cost a bunch of money to get it on the air. Big big commitment. All that. But what Chris came up with here, nice little topic. You get on sites that are way more relevant than, oh, this is the kind of TV shows they'll be watching along with tons and tons of other people. You get on the exact topic, if possible, or close to it. And then you control it with very low bids. You control your budget, make some display ads, very, very quick to do. It's very easy to do that. And you can potentially get in front of people. And by the way, 
if you're just running in one city and you're trying to get in front of people interested in oil and gas, you can kind of blanket that city, you know, for not much money on those kind of websites. So I like this solution, Chris. Now, what else you got here? Okay. So next we're going to give me, give me, give me uh, solution number two. But before we do, Optio, have you been there? Have you tried it? It's affordable as free for the first eight weeks. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a great tool to get things done faster in Google Ads. Be sure and check it out, opteo.com slash PSP2. Let me just give you a quick example uh, about you know what I hear. I, you know, I, I, I don't hear people giving me stories like, Chris, I used Optio and got a 600-time ROAS return. You know, that that's that's not the kind of examples that they give on their site. You know, it's not some astounding, world-shattering kind of thing. Here's what I do here. Chris, I've, I use that and it's in my tool belt. You know, it's it's a tool that I use. It's, it's another thing because if there's anything in a Google Ads manager, a, a marketing manager period, you have lots of tools and things that help you get better results. And this is something that's priced at a point where you can add it as a tool. It's another advantage that you can have as a as a manager of Google Ads. Um, and it's it's super great because you can try it for free for eight weeks. So grab their hammer, hammer for, for eight weeks and hand it back to them if you don't like it. But we bet you're going to like it because it's a great tool. Get things done smarter and faster in Google Ads. Optio.com slash PSP2 for the special offer. Use the chat box and ask for eight weeks free. Solution number two. Now, this is, go, believe it or not, we're going back to search. Okay? I said what search can't do for you, but i tell you what, it was a trick. Haha, <laughs> got you. Um, but real, we're actually going back to search for this. But this is not a Google Ads lazy man build, as we've made famous. This is not a typical type of process. I'm talking cheap broad match keywords based on symptom searches, okay? The keyword, the whole thing rides on cheap. You can't do this without cheap, 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 cheap. So maybe you start at one cent, okay? If you can get one cent clicks, great, but start cheap and work up from there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you can get one cent clicks, (laughs) but if you can, great, go for it. Start cheap and symptom searches, I'm sure, Jason, you have some examples, but the idea is go pure broad, and, and you can go back and listen to our episode, use pure broad keywords like a pro. You know, we have we have episodes like that uh, where we've talked about this plenty of times, so we won't go into detail on that, but the idea is use specific broad match searches that are designed to bring in problem searches. We want someone who has a problem about pet allergies, someone who has a problem about, you know, business accounting or, or things about business, you know, payroll issues, you know, they're, they're, they're Googling problems because Google's two things. It's a product search and it's a live dictionary slash encyclopedia. You know, I mean, that's what people use it for. Also spell check. I use it for spell check too. So that use it like that. You know, go for stuff that you can get as cheap as you can, symptom issues, and try and sell as practically as you can on those. But cheap, 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 and as high funnel as you can get them, maybe you can drum up a little bit of something. But as long as it's cheap, it's usually worth trying, you know. Well, how, how do you know 
if it's working or not? What are you looking for? That's a good question. I mean, it's conversions probably aren't going to happen very much, but I like to think long-term. What I've seen in the past, and I've shown you, you know it's true because I've shown you my campaigns before where I had pure broad match campaigns for handyman, right? Handyman stuff. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff. They couldn't afford handyman services. You remember we did that on an episode? Yeah. And um, I went with pure broad and it was a multiple month kind of process, but eventually I got enough negative keywords in there, kind of tweak things enough with bids and longer tail broad match keywords to eventually get some really good converting, decent quality, cheap handyman searches that don't cost nine bucks a click you know, for a big city. That's what I would eventually go with. So day one, day 20, day 30 may not look that great. And it may be difficult to judge quality, but success is eventually going to look like over time, getting better and better honing in on better and better quality using these broader, high volume, cheap traffic terms. Yeah. It almost needs a different name than search because when, like you were saying, when you and I say search, we're talking about lazy man builds. We're talking about perfect search term quality. We're talking about high conversion rates, high click-through rates. But just throwing stuff out there was super, not only broad, but also not even what you offer, just related symptoms or whatever. That's almost a pseudo display kind of thing. Yep, it is. Yeah. Um, it's such a wide, wide target. And um, You're going to get crap CTR. You're going to get every metric going to be I bad. like it. I like it. It's just, it scares me a little bit yes. on success and when to, when to call it basically. Like how long do you let it go mm -hmm. on? Mm -hmm. What signs do you need to see that it's working? It's a tough thing. I guess you can always go bread and butter, like cost per conversion. Now your conversion rate might be 0.5%, less than a percent. But if your cost per click's low enough and you're getting the cost per conversion you like, then it's profitable. And a Great Google Ads manager like myself just has to relax a little bit when yeah. we see a crazy search terms report because we know that going in on this it's, one. You know, that's why it's important to keep it in its, I'll say, keep it in its own campaign. Don't put this sucker in its own. Whoa, yeah, whoa. Like, Chris Schaefer <laughs> just said make a separate campaign. This is, this is big news. I say that all the time, but I, <laughs> you act like I don't. But put it in its own campaign. Don't ruin the metrics of your, your, your low funnel stuff. Put it in its own campaign. Start right. a campaign for that. And you know what? I mean, it's... It, Think about the opposite of this. You're not spending your budget. You're literally not getting traffic. I would rather be the guy who's getting lots of crap traffic, but I can deal with it and mold it rather than the guy who's like, hey, we didn't spend any money this week. I got one click, you know, like all week. I don't know how to fix it. You know, who's going to get fired first? You know, <laughs> it's like it's the guy who's not. Well, doing and, and now branching into patreon just kind of getting in that business google ads business mindset you know hey sorry for the one client or the clients multiple where this strategy is not going to work if you as a google ads manager have this strategy in your toolbox even if the super broad symptom high keyword funnel thing works one out of ten times it does work for that one out of ten clients that you have yep so for that there one you client you're able to make it work and uh, for the ones you're not, it just wasn't going to work for them. But that's definitely a good tool to have. Chris, if you look out that window one more <laughs> I time, I will drive down through the middle of the night and I will beat you. Oh, I will beat you. Oh, you'll come see me? I'll, Finally? To to beat you I'll up, yeah. It. 
And you can do what you can do whatever you want to me after that, but I, I have to <laughs> get certain heck? rage out on you okay. on your face oh, because I can't say if you stop looking out the window. Stop, stop. I don't care what you say or not. <laughs> stop looking out the window when I'm talking to you and we're doing a podcast here. I'm done. Or are you doing a podcast here? What no, the hell are you doing? I'm I I'm ready to move on to Patreon and make our giant, super exciting announcement. I am too, but I can't do that until you stop looking out the window. <laughs> can't help it. You guys want to find out what I'm looking at? Listen to Patreon. I'll talk about it. Um, but that's not the announcement. The announcement is way better than that. I'm just... Chris, we got a lot... Pl- <laughs> I'll see, I'll see you tonight. You got a lot planned for Patreon. You're going to drive down and see me. We're going to talk about... <laughs> I came up with uh, how to judge whether you should do in-market versus affinity. In-market and affinity versus topic for this idea, this solution. Oh. I'll tell you how to judge that quickly. Okay. We're going to talk about a huge announcement with Patreon. Yes. I have a question to you about a little business thing I want to talk about. You see it in there? I see it. Because I had a little epiphany last night. Okay. And then we have news about running on certain ads on Google Ads that are related to agency searches. Mm. Someone shared in our Facebook group on Patreon that we're going to talk about. So thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next time.